on today's podcast, we're just going to give you guys a little update on uh, how South Dakota is going uh, this second trip here. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about each day and what we saw and um, our crazy fourth day out in South Dakota. It was a blast. A lot of birds. Hope you guys enjoy it. We would like to thank our sponsor, Mississippi Flyway Outfitters, located in West Central Missouri. Just a small group of guys focused on decoying birds and having a good time. With over seven years of guiding experience, a small group of guys put together by Josh decided to make a name for themselves in the state of Missouri. They specialize in fall honker and snow goose hunts in Missouri, as well as spring conservation order hunts in Missouri and South Dakota. They aim to shoot at decoying birds instead of your 60-yard prayers. If you are interested in a hunt in the 2022-2023 hunting seasons, give them a call at 314-349-9332. For bookings in the month of January through March, you can also find them on Facebook at MF Outdoors. Don't hit the table, I think it makes a lot of noise. Go for it. South Dakota, and this is Blaine, Jacob, and Joe. This second trip, we had pretty good weather. We hit the migration really, really good. Like we couldn't have hit it any better. Lots of snow started showing up uh, Friday when we got out here scouting. We had specks, a lot of ducks. So the first day, we hunted water. What did we do, Jacob? We killed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, hunted water um, at a place we've been to. We were at the first uh, time we were here. Um, sat not too far off the road. It was actually pretty uh, nice drag in because yeah, uh, like a hundred and two <laughs> yards or something. Yeah, it was pretty nice. And um, so yeah, it started out pretty slow. Because we were had to break, or we were kicking ice right away this morning, or in the morning, um, which doesn't feel good on the shins sometimes. But way to do, way to do to get the decoys out and make it look like they were actually lifelike. But yeah, it was slow, really slow at the beginning. Like we shot like three ducks in the first hour. And I was like, oh, well, this is going to suck. But it started to turn on towards the middle of the morning, and we just ground them up pretty good. What did we mainly shoot? Yeah, we uh, shot a lot 
Wigeon, Gadwall, a lot of green wings were coming in. And even when we were setting up, we had how we weren't set up right at shooting light, and we had a big flock of green wings do it, um, which was really cool to watch. Didn't get to shoot any of those, but they came in later. And then two uh, stud pintail drakes. Yeah, that was fun hunt. Yeah, that was pretty nice to have the pintail drakes come over. I think by themselves both times. Uh, decoy, fa I mean, fairly well for where we were sitting. Uh, but yeah, a lot of green wings, a lot of Drake green wings too. Um, yeah, they're just. I mean, even like the whole trip, there was just a lot of Drake green wings. We. I don't know how many hen green wings we even shot. Like three, four yeah. maybe. I think we shot three, and we don't know how many green wings we shot. Probably twenty-ish. Yeah, yeah, probably maybe a few more. Yeah, a lot of real nice drakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, yeah, finished their limit there. Um, I don't know what time it was. Well, I guess that was the day before. Daylight saving. Yeah, daylight. I think we finished at like eleven o'clock. Yeah. Yep. And we didn't have to get, I think shooting time was like, what, 7? Seven, 7.45? Yeah, it was super late in the morning, which is nice to sleep-wise, but yeah. with daylight savings the next day, had to get up an hour earlier, um, and we... Hunted some public. Yeah, hunted public water, which is, I think, the first time we hunted public around, or it, since we've been up here? Yeah, I think that was the first public water we hunted since we were since in this year in South Dakota um, we hunted uh, next to a big feed that we couldn't get on but there was a ton of mallards and pintails and widgeon pretty much everything you could think of that was feeding in the field was in this public water that we hunted uh, which is really awesome to be able to hunt the public right next to that feed um, and the morning was pretty great yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of traffic in the air um, so it helped with how many birds were around. Um, 25 mile an hour winds. That was. Oh, yeah. And would they say the wind was supposed to be like straight out the west and it kind of stayed southwest like the whole morning almost. So where we set up, where we set up, it kind of was coming at an angle a little bit. So the ducks were coming at a weird angle, but it worked out. Um, yeah, for some reason, the green wings really liked uh the right side of the spread i think it was just a little calmer of a pocket that they're landing in and yeah they're just pouring in on my side so the other two didn't get much shots so there's a lot of green wings that got saved that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how many mallards we saw that day but there was a ton of them um we ended up shooting quite a few mallards too i think i don't know how many drakes we had that day I think we shot two hens, and I think we shot, like, 10 or 11 drakes. Really? Yeah. And a lot of those, um, so because of the wind and the white caps and stuff on the lake, or on the, whatever, yeah, I guess you could probably call it a lake. It's, it's big enough. Um, <clears throat> the ducks would just sail, like, you'd shoot them, and they'd just sail a long ways out into the water. And the dogs, and usually there was more than one duck that would get shot and the dogs would uh couldn't really see it because of the white caps um 
it's just hard to see it out there, even for us, too, especially with where the sun was at. Um, but Yeah, we decided to do that big pickup of ducks on the other side of the bank just to make sure we weren't over our limit. Uh, yeah, that was a good idea. There's yeah. a few mallards over there. Yeah, just a couple. But yeah, that was the another cool thing on that hunt was uh, specs that we shot, shot four, four, uh, yeah, four, um, and we called them in. Came, Jacob, Jacob called them in. <laughs> they came in pretty nice. Uh, kind of, there's a five pack kind of right in front of us, and we got four out of the five, um, which was pretty dang cool. They were all barred up. Looked really nice. Yeah, I was pretty surprised on just how uh, I thought they'd all be juvies. Like I didn't think there'd be any bars on any of them, just because the way they gave it up, pretty much to our little water spread that we had. Um, but yeah, it was, that was really cool. You don't get to shoot specs too often, at least us Iowa guys don't. No, no, and they, I mean they, they went by us one time, saw us, and then I was like, screw it, I'll try and do the old spec call. And they just turned and came right in. I was super surprised, I guess, just to see that. But it was pretty freaking fun. Yeah, we had uh, three dozen mallard floaters out with uh, like six honker floaters and 12 honker full bodies. And the specs just, I don't know. They, I, they had to just be, like, looking, like, oh, we got specs down there. We might swing back. And we yelled Yahtzee and killed them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then day three, uh, we found a big snow goose feed that we got permission for. Um, we we're going to try a cornfield where they were a day before. Uh, they weren't there the day when we were scouting, um, so I guess two days before. And we sat up there pretty early. Uh, I think we were set up plenty early. Had time to kind of brush in blinds and stuff. Yeah, we had an hour and ten minutes to wait, which it's never a bad thing to be early, but that was a 3 a.m. wake up. Yeah, well, and it was just nice because we got to go warm our toes up while we were in the trucks before we went back out. But um. Yeah, that hunt didn't go as planned. Uh, we had a snow come in, I don't know, first ten minutes of shooting light, just right into the spread. Um, got him, and we all thought that it was going to be a good hunt, and it just never panned out to be. Yeah. Well, the no wind killed us. There was no wind at all. It was supposed to be like a seven mile an hour, and it might have been like half a mile an hour. It sucked. Yeah, it was supposed to pick up fairly early, too, and it just never did. Um, so, this, like the socks and stuff that were out there just didn't have any action at all. Um, there, was, there was a lot of ducks in the air the night before, but... We didn't really see much for ducks other than over the water, which were probably divers anyway. Um, yeah, it was a super overcast day, really cloudy, which and cold, so yeah, didn't wasn't much fun. And yeah, and so we uh, we I'm just glad we didn't hunt that mallard feed that was to the south of us because they never came back. Yeah, yeah, we uh, uh, we know a landowner out here that charges charges to hunt the field um and we really thought about it because there's a big mallard feed in it um and if we would have paid him that would have been a sad day of us sitting out there and 
not seen a single duck come in. Yeah, because even when we decided to pick up and hunt that night, they never really went over that field. That I mean, we weren't that far away from it. They didn't feed like they did the night before. Um, and I don't think it was because us hunting the water either. Because it was, a, I mean, they wouldn't have hurt our shots anyway because the wind picked up and stuff. And then the sun came out, and that was brutal. <laughs> but we, yeah, so we decided to hunt water later that night. It went pretty well. Well, we decided to sit in this little pocket, and we had to break some ice that was pretty thick. I bet it was like an inch thick in some of the spots. And uh, yeah, we the first, I mean, right when we were setting up decoys, there's a mallard that was just hovering over the decoys. Well, yeah, we kicked probably a hundred birds out of the pocket before we set up, and we knew they'd come back. Well, we thought they would, and a few ended up coming back. Yeah, and then so I. I sat down there, I was trying to get my waders on, and the green wing teal just <laughs> did it pretty dirty into the de- into the decoys. Um, so I thought it was, I was like, sweet, we're just going to get them pretty good, uh, pretty fast here. I think we had like three hours maybe to sit there. Well, maybe not by the time you guys got back, I don't know. I don't know. It might have been a little less. But then we ended up moving the spread a little bit just because the wind was kind of switching a little more to the east from the southeast. <clears throat> and the ducks wanted to land out by this tree row that was out, I don't know, 100 yards or more away from us. Um, so we were trying to get closer to that area. A lot of mallards, uh, a lot of green-winged tail in that area. <clears throat> but Shovelers really did it. Those two two-packs, they just came across the water at like three feet. And they got pounded. Yeah, we were kind of running out of time there at the end uh, for shooting light to be over, so we weren't too picky on what we were shooting. Just wanted to get out here and shoot some ducks. Yeah. Jacob is a good dog. We didn't take the dogs out because it was so cold, and there was so much ice. We didn't want them getting cut on the ice or anything of that nature, I guess. So Jacob was a good dog, but he's kind of slow. I was walking out in the water. I don't know how far that mallard went. I thought I was going to go over waders for sure. But I got back and was standing there waiting for more ducks, and my waders were completely frozen. So I don't, I mean, bringing the dogs out probably would not have been a good idea in that situation. But, uh. Should have heard him huffing and puffing. He needed a Marlboro. <laughs> yeah, or, or a beer or something. Bush light. Bush light. Day four. We decided we we're going to try and shoot some snows again, uh, set up in a different area. Where they've been for four days, and this was Tuesday, and a group hunted this field Sunday. But they kept going back because they were there all day Monday, like mm-hmm. all day Monday. And we're like, oh, we got a pretty stiff wind. We might as well go try them out in the field because we had 120 full bodies, and I think we put out about 100 socks couple dozen Canada full bodies and a couple dozen spec socks. Yeah, the reason we hunted, I mean, we chose that field too, is because when we were duck hunting the night before, they were just piling in again. So we knew they really wanted to be there. Yeah, it was a winter wheat field that was, I don't know, probably four, the grass was just four inches tall. So they were just picking all that stuff. I mean, it looked like they didn't plant some of the areas. It was just that picked. I mean, it was bare spots. Yeah, the person, uh, the farmer, 
said, I was like, can we drive out there? He's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. They've, they've destroyed so much of the crop. It's not going to do anything anyways. Just go ahead. So that was, that was a big help because it would have sucked to drag all that crap out there. We kind of got lost going out there in the dark because it's kind of interesting. It's kind of an island out in the middle of a big lake. And, uh, but we found it. Set them up. And, uh. Right at first light, birds were decoying hard to the left. I bet we moved decoys, what, six times? Kept shifting them over towards the Joe's side on the right side. Because they just wanted to keep doing it on the left side and land. It was frustrating. Yeah, the shot opportunities weren't really going to be there if we just left them. Well, they were going to be there, but just for Blaine. Uh, or, yeah, we were going to have to like try and jump out in front of Blaine so we weren't... <coughs> blowing his ears out not a good deal when you got trying to shoot over somebody or if you had to stand up or with the dogs you know just not very safe for anything so we kept moving them and moving them and then we got into well shot some snows right away and then uh, yeah uh, early in the morning wasn't as good as midday and the evening we shot few snows and a couple specks early um we had a big spin early too that was uh pretty awesome to be underneath uh just thousands of birds spinning over top of you um and then yeah moving uh we ended up it was actually kind of a crazy thing we we packed went home or went back to the lodge i guess for an hour or two just to get warm Get some grub. Get some grub. Yeah, eat some food. Get some food, and then came back, and it got really good. Yeah, when we came back to the decoys, there was, <laughs> I don't know how many, probably, I don't know, close to, would you say close to a thousand? Oh, I'd say, yeah. yeah like, sure. just kind of surrounding the decoys. They weren't really in the decoys, but they were around them. Pretty comfortable around them, too. They weren't, like, jumping around much, and more were coming in. We were going to try and hunt ducks because the ducks kept landing behind us just for a little bit while the snows were kind of in their little mid-morning lull, but uh, they were just, they were there. So we're like, screw it, we're going to sit down in the blinds again and see what happens. And I don't know, within 30 minutes, we had another big spin come over top of us. I think we're forgetting like the most important things in the morning. True, yeah, we had a four-pack of specs come in. Um, and the, there was two bottom ones that were kind of together and we all, all three of us shot at those two bottom ones just cause of how, uh, close they were, I guess, the opportunity. And then we missed the other two with our last six shots. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I think every one of us shot at the exact same time. It sounded like one shot and then two specks fall out of the group and then, the, I mean, the wind was so high that the first shot is kind of your best bet at <laughs> a bird. Yeah. yeah the so other two were, like, a couple yards behind them, too. I mean, those were definitely, like, the closer-ish, too. So we all kind of said, well, we might as well get two instead of none. Or just maybe get one out of that first group, you know, and have somebody try to shoot the back group. But. Yeah, so we're just kind of sitting there. I mean, not really expecting much. Dogs start bringing birds back. Um, and the ones just 
laying in front of Joe, and I'm loading my gun, not even paying attention. And yeah, I'm sitting there, and Remy brings drops the dog at the boot bag of the blind, and I look down, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a band on this back, and I just got all excited. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, band, band, band. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. And, yeah, we've been pretty uh, lucky that out here with bands this year. That's yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know what the odds for a, a Speckle Belly band are, but. A greater speck. Oh, a yeah. Greater, greater white, white front. front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we on, did Jacob. find that out. It was a greater white front. Greater white front. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it was it's pretty dang cool to see that. I mean, we've seen for with this year's South Dakota trips a blue wing teal band and a spec band, which I've never seen before. Two honker bands. Oh well, yeah, I'm just saying, like the oh, like the more oh, rare so ones. Yeah, yeah. Rare. Yeah, rare, rarer. Yes. <laughs> and that was uh, banded where, Joe? Uh, I was banded up in none of it, Canada. So it had a journey. Uh, and it banded in. 2011, um, and it was born in 2010 or earlier, so that was a bold bird. So it's banded as an adult. Yeah. What so. really sucks is you get mounted, because that'd be a really good eater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's nice and tender. Yeah. But uh, the, the afternoon, I mean the early afternoon, we sat there and shot them up pretty good. I guess the morning we had a lot of juvies that were kind of doing it like on their own um just swinging over it what helped was we had a big feed to the south of us that was also in winter wheat that was trying that was pretty short too um they couldn't hear our shots just because of how strong the wind was but there was just a lot of birds in the area then so every group that was like trying to come over there they'd see us and come check us out first and then go back to that um that bigger feed Yeah, it was, I remember thinking, like, oh, it has to be about 4 o'clock as we're shooting, piling up birds behind us. And uh, I looked down at my phone, and it was only 1.30. And I was like, this is the strangest thing ever. You know, it's the middle of the day, and we're pounding on some birds, which was really cool. Yeah. Uh, super overcast. And, I mean, the wind was perfect because they just had to crawl in. Like, they were crawling in, and... I think we moved the decoys for the last time at like two because they had that finger out in front of us and they'd hit that and they'd want to land out there at like 50 yards. So we pulled that finger and then they were really kind of doing it right to the boot bags. Yeah. Yeah, we had two more spins in the afternoon and the last spin was pretty fun. Uh, like we shot nine birds out of a total. Yeah, with only three guys, I mean, that's, that's pretty good shooting there. I mean, it, we all... I think pick birds, which is very helpful when you're hunting uh, a big spin like that, not just a flock shoot, because uh, uh, you never know if you're going to hit anything if you're just pulling the trigger into a big group. If you just pick your birds out. Also helped those birds were at like 20 yards. They finished at like, the group should have finished, but I think how we had the decoys in the morning, I think they were kind of finishing off to one side. Yeah. Like they'd, they'd swing over like they wanted to land on the left side, and then that group, Instead of when we're like, oh, crap, they're going to bail, so we shot at them on the left side. This group, we let swing over to the left, and then I let them come back to the right, and they kind of centered up over us, yeah. and we just pounded on them. 
Yeah, they had no idea that we were right there. We, we had birds floating over us the whole day at 20 yards right above the blinds. No clue, which is a good hide. It's pretty much what we needed for that hunt. Yeah, and our the hide kind of deteriorated during the day just because of uh, wind and whatnot. Uh, just kept blowing grass off, and us getting in and out of the blinds probably didn't help, too. Um, and... <clears throat> Dogs never help the blinds. <laughs> Running back and forth, no. But uh, there was a cattail patch behind us that we were kind of storing everything in a little bit too. Kind of helped us hide some of those birds because when we were shooting into like singles and stuff, dogs would go out and pick up dead birds that had been laying there for I don't know how long already yeah. <laughs> and start bringing us back birds again. It's like, okay, we got to do something here. But yeah, Then we had those... Three candidates crawling over like we were kind of in a in a bowl, uh, hiding, and then there was like a little hill, then like it bowled, and then it went back down to water. And Jacob's like, "Oh, there's something. I can see wings." And so him and Joe are calling. And I stand up. I'm like, "Yep, they're still coming." And then I lay down, and they took I don't know. It took a long time to get to us, but like they called for like 20 30 seconds and then they're like oh there must be not be anything and i look i stand up again look over the hill like no they're still coming because i can just see them and they just crawled over to the hill like it was perfect yeah they're like two yards off the ground or a yard off the ground it was pretty they yeah they touching. were they were uh dang close with to the ground um coming over the hill yeah we thought they i thought they landed for sure so I, we just stopped calling because i saw them way out and I figured they were just Canada just because how, I mean, they looked so much bigger than what we were seeing all day. Um, so we just started calling, and I thought they landed for sure on the backside of the hill. And Blaine stood up. He's like, guys, keep calling, keep calling. Mm-hmm. And they just crawled right over. And Yeah, even they were going to the Canada decoys we had, and then we just moaned a little bit and a little clucking. And, yeah, they sucked right over to, right in front of us. Yeah. Yep, and that was that was pretty cool um i guess i wasn't expecting three canadas to come to a snow goose um decoys because it just seems like when we're out here other times when there's big feeds of canadas and the snow geese come in the canadas leave because of how annoying those snow geese are sometimes Um, yeah when i saw this field on sunday night there was there was quite a few canadas in the one side so that's why i wanted to throw out a few canada decoys help us out um, but yeah it turned out to be pretty good there's a lot of really cool experiences we saw uh hunting this this hunt at least yeah there were, i mean what do we shoot uh five five big candidates yeah and then we had you guys i was bringing snow snows back uh to where we were throwing them in the uh um, cattails and I there was a speck or something out in front and so I was just kind of sitting there and all of a sudden these three bird three little birds come over their left shoulder and right when they were about to land I could just tell they weren't specks because we needed one more speck at that point and that was it we could only shoot one more for our limit and I'm like I don't think those are specks and then I saw them both stand up and shoot at them and right before they shot at him, I could tell they were little Canada geese, like really, really small, like the size of a mallard, which I don't know what they would be. Are they cacklers? Or? Yeah, I think they're cacklers. Okay. I doubt they're hutchies. Yeah. So I wasn't even in the blinds, and they got, them, they got all three of them, which was 
they're pretty cool. And they sucked right to the Canada decoys. Yeah, like no question about it, that's where they were going, which was really cool to see. Uh, Blaine was asking me in the blind, he's like, are those specs or what are those? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like they're just dark, you know, you can't tell if, what, where we're sitting. I finally seen the white cheek patch about three yards off the ground. I'm <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's some sort of Canada. And I'm like, God, dude, that feels so small. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah. I s- sat up. When I sat up, the birds got up because they landed, and I could tell like these are tiny, tiny Canada geese. Like it was pretty cool. Their penny-sized white cheek patch on their on their side of their head. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eagle-wise. Compared to a compared uh-huh. to like a the bigger Canada's. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we uh, finished our spec limit like what, an hour before sunset there was a lot of specs like right at like 30 35 40 yards that flew over us but they weren't decoying so we didn't really we're like oh we want stuff to be decoying like they're just flying over and looking so we just let them continue to fly over and because i don't know shooting decoying birds is a lot funner than just shooting pass by birds so yeah we could we had i don't even know how many shots we could have taken on snows that were like 50 yards up but I think that's how snows get shot in every spread. And most of the snows we shot out there were decoying, like, in our face. Yeah, I would say they were pretty close. Uh, it just it felt like they were pretty close. We had There was definitely opportunities we could have taken that were right above us, like those perfect, like, just floating birds right above us. But I, it's hard to tell when they're just floating right above you. Like, I, when I, I got stuck back in the cattails again and, there was like four snows that were going above you guys and they were probably at 50 yards and when I got back to the blind you guys were talking about how they were just right on the edge of like should we shoot or should we not shoot and that's probably what a lot of them were, were like right at that 50-ish yards I would say. We don't want to be crippling a bunch of birds though, sailing birds you know or educating a bunch of birds like there's enough people to do it so why yeah. <laughs> why does it need to be more and yeah patience patience it was big in this hunt yeah we were we were really patient really good at calling too we did so much calling it was unreal yeah zero we had zero snow goose calls and i think what helped us a lot was that feed to the south with the south wind i mean it it sounded i mean they i don't know if the geese knew but they couldn't tell that there was birds not calling at them yeah, the only <clears throat> the only bird we got to react to call was a juvie speck, but because I had a speck calls, I'm like, okay, I might as well try it, and that thing centered up perfect. And I we tried, I tried it on other like speck groups that are like, were like four or more, and they would just bail out as soon as I would hit that. So we just said, I just said, I'm not gonna do it unless it's like one speck, because there was some other like adult specks that would like swing around like acted like they were going to land but they would always stay too way too high with the call but <clears throat> yeah it was it was that feed to the south of us i would say there was just so many there that it sounded probably like the it snow sounded like a freaking e-call <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it sounded did. like we had an e-caller sitting behind us the whole hunt it did yeah those when you're snow goose hunting and the e-caller is on all day and that is just in your stuck in your head that's kind of what it sounded like all day but it wasn't our e-caller it was a 
feed of I don't know how many. Probably 10K at least. Mm-hmm. And then there was another feed to the southwest of that that had another I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. who knows? It was a lot. But we ended that hunt with 26 snows, yeah. 9 specks, a shoveler. Yeah, we had a shoveler that just <laughs> zoomed right over the spread, and Blaine and Jacob put her down. <laughs> had to. They eat so good. Why wouldn't you shoot it? Yeah. And then five big geese and three little geese. Three of them little cacklers. Tons of juvie snows in the area. Like, this year's hatch had to be really good. Yeah, yeah, I Fawn would say. Of juvie snows. And juvie blues, too. Well, yeah, well, yeah juvie but blues just too, I guess. in general. We didn't have any suicidal Rossies, which sucked. Yeah, that was the strangest thing ever. When you're hunting in the spring, you just you can get Rossies from sky high that just bomb in and you know do it right. But this hunt, we didn't see any of those. We yeah, we shot one juvie. Yeah. And that was out of the group. Yeah, it was out of the one one big spin. So <clears throat> yeah, there was a we started uh, putting the snows out for the picture and. I think we just kind of overlooked it when we, when the birds, when the dogs were bringing the birds back. But there was a lot of, a lot of juvies that we killed actually. Yeah. I bet it was like ten. Yeah. Twenty six. Yeah. And we, yeah. A couple eagle heads. Yeah, a couple. That one eagle head had this. It's white all the way up to the neck. Yeah, just like that one right there. Yeah. It was. If that one wouldn't have been so mangled, that'd have been a nice. That was a really nice eagle head. Yeah, the wing was like not really in contact anymore with its body no <laughs> but we shot one juvie speck out of how many specks we shoot nine well yeah but on the whole trip 13 oh well, yeah, yeah four the first day or four on the yeah and yeah, then nine thir- yesterday. yeah. Yep. one juvie speck we were we were trying to target our bellies though i mean you could definitely tell <laughs> mm. yeah no you could but i think the juvie the one juvie speck was like the only speck yeah, it came, it, was, it came by itself. Right? Yeah. I mean, but that's, like, the only one that I remember that seeing. Was close enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. shot-wise, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But today's our last day, uh, Wednesday. It's been raining all night, all morning. So we we just slept in. We didn't <laughs> want to get all of our crap wet. We wanted to get out of here fairly early. early. I know... Jacob and Joe both got what nine hour drives almost back back home. Almost. Back where going. Yeah. So we're gonna try to get out of here early. We just wanted to get one of these podcasts done for you guys so you know how our trip went. And we should have hunted, it'd have been really ducky. I mean we would probably stack the ducks up on the water. Oh, but yeah, if it'd been like day one or two, uh we would have been out there for sure. Just cause oh yeah, it's it's super ducky. we we just drove to the gas station this morning, you guys, and I watched a big flock of ducks fly over the water like that we have to fly over so, or drive over <laughs> so it, it would and you can't even see a mile right now so it would have been super ducky yeah we would have stacked them up but you get home make the wives happy yeah no kidding <laughs> so uh, overall I very good trip it was I don't know we didn't shoot many ducks I mean we shot a couple we shot what three limits of ducks Public first day and then yeah. almost three. Months yeah, ago. yeah. But yesterday was that was my favorite hunt we've ever had. Up oh here. yeah, we were grinding on them. It was 
45 burgers with three guys. Yeah, that was fun. That was so much fun. That was really, yeah, that was awesome. And then shooting our limits of specs, limits of little geese, or not limits of little geese. Then we shot the little geese. Then we shot that 11-year-old band, and we shot 26 or 25. 26, 25 26. snow geese, whatever. 26. We're only 124 away from our three-man limit of snows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, close. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm guessing the next time you'll hear us is uh, we'll be talking about some deer hunting. I'd say we'll do a little bit of that this weekend. Joe will probably do a little bit of hunting on the on the old river. Yeah, with the old boat. So get the boat out that he got fixed finally. <laughs> yeah, it's been a process with that boat, but hopefully we can get her on the water for the last month or two of the season. Yeah. See if there's any. I would assume there's probably some Canada's back home that have kind of filtered down and will be sitting in some city city limit areas. Yeah, the rut's been turning on. It's oh, what's yeah. today, November eighth, ninth, ninth. Holy cow! Okay, so getting trail cam pictures of good bucks on camera running midday. Like I mean, mid freaking day. So start getting after those. Getting after some ducks. Shooting a few cocks. For sure. It's the best month of the year. Yeah. Yep. Lot lot ahead of for what we can hunt. It'll be a busy one. Started it out with a bang. Coming here. For sure. No swans. Nope, no swans. Yeah, we had swan tags that we could, uh, tundra swan tags. I'll be more specific there. That we could shoot. Uh, but I think we saw what? Oh. We saw a lot. Well, we saw that one, like, 26-pack or something. On yeah, that one but water. we had to pay to hunt that, so. Yeah. We probably saw 40. 35, 40, yeah. 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 Pissed load of cranes. Thousands oh, of cranes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were migrating, that's for sure. Everything was migrating. I mean, we seen freaking everything. Yeah. Freaking. Well, we'll leave you guys with that. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And do you guys have anything? Nope. Peace. Peace. Bye.